BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Yeah, one day closer to Thanksgiving here in in the United States of of America. I just uh, up here, I call it real Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Well, we're, we're one day closer to real Thanksgiving, so you gotta start getting shit in order. Uh, Panther, you're just bailing, right? You're just like, fuck this. I'm not. I'm not doing anything for Thanksgiving. I'm just leaving. I'm fucking abandoning ship. Like I just, you know, I. <laughs> With, I, I figure with all the hits and misses and days and stuff that you spent with your kids and you did the family stuff over the summer, I was like, I'm taking all mine in one large chunk. I'm doing today. I'm doing tomorrow. And peace out. I'm gone. There you go. I don't recall missing a day ever. Like I, I, th- I think I've got the perfect attendance award around here. I've, I've never <laughs> missed a day. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. But now that it's, you can lie to your boss and, and tell her you've got things to do that are related I, to the co- I, <laughs> I you know I listen I never lie I just say I have a call at nine. Mm, mm. It's, it's not. It, is that it a is lie? The truth. This is a call of some sorts, right? I don't know. I think we, we the web call. It's the same, same fucking thing. Like you know, I mean, I, 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 listen, I'm going to move all of the company's fucking infrastructure to Discord. How about that? And everyone's got to pay thirty five dollars a month to access the Discord. I think it's brilliant. That's I love it. Yeah. Yeah uh the dgens.net that's how they sign up that's right (laughs) (laughs) oh boy we had a monday night football game last night if you want to call it that i don't want to call it that really don't want to call it that that was that was that was terrible wasn't good uh Overreaction to Big Panther. Listen, I, I think I agree with you. We we're talking in the pre-show. I think San Francisco looks like a contender if the, if they can stay healthy. Right, they're the biggest threat to the Eagles in the uh, the NFC. I like this team. I, I like they check all the boxes. Right, they got a pretty astounding defense. They got all the weapons on offense. They don't have a flashy quarterback, but uh, as long as they're healthy, I mean. Top tier tight end, two wide receivers. Christian McCaffrey doesn't even have to run the ball because they got Eli Mitchell. Like this, this team is stacked. I think Philadelphia could be in trouble against this 49ers team. Mm. It sure looks like it. They're they're getting hot right now. Mm-hmm. Very hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And, and I, listen, I mean, you, you, you're throwing some shade at, at, at Jimmy G, but who's the future of the NFL? Who's the future? It's, it's a Justin Fields, right? Jimmy G had, had the uh, Justin Fields throwing stat line by the half, right? Like he, he <laughs> by the half, by halftime, I think he was, he had com- completed 21 passes for 153 yards at the half. So, I mean, that, that's a complete game for Justin Fields. So, you know, Jimmy G do, doing double the work there uh, offensively. No, um, he had a good game, uh, but I, I I think that was an indictment on that Cardinals defense. I don't think that that's a very good defense at all. I think uh, J.J. Watt's like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Oh, yeah, money. That's right. I like money, so that's good. Uh, this Cardinals seem not very good. I think Cliff Kimsbury definitely on the chopping block. Not now. I think at the end of the season, I you know I think he makes it through through the season, right? I mean, you are not going to fire him. I don't think uh, mid season, um, unless they have someone there that they kind of like and they want to look at as a coach. You know, maybe they bring in uh, you know Jeff Saturday's brother. I don't know if he's got a brother. Maybe, uh, but maybe Bruce Arians just comes back, right? Oh, eh, now I, I don't know if that would be an improvement. Um, but he is <laughs> he, he is a control freak. I listen. I. The indictment on Kingsbury here is not the coaching to me. It's not the coaching. It's whether or not there's turmoil between him and Murray. If that's the case, we know Murray won't be the guy. They just signed him. It'll be Kingsbury. Mm -hmm. But in his defense, he hasn't had Murray a bunch of games. He didn't have Hopkins the first six games. Like He hasn't had the two keyest players for his offense. So I don't know what they're supposed to do. They basically don't have anybody on defense. I love JJ Watt, but he's way past his prime. So I, I don't know what the Cardinals do. I, I think it would be an overreaction to replace the coach, but if the coach and quarterback aren't getting along, uh, then maybe, but listen, I think there's a quarterback uh, problem in San Francisco. They've spent the last two years trying to chase Jimmy Garoppolo out of town and all this guy does is win. And we were talking about pre-show. Are they winning in spite of him or are they winning because of him? I will say this. If he's standing upright and they, that offensive line gives him time to throw, he will beat defenses. Now, you put pressure on him and you make him be like a Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. He's got to scramble. He's a mistake waiting to happen. So I put all the pressure on the offensive line. Garoppolo is an above-average quarterback. I think this is their guy. I I would not disagree with that. Above average. I would say Jimmy G is probably slightly above average. So so here here's the thing though, right? I mean, and you saw this in Kansas City. You replace the guy that's con- the model of consistency. Yes. Makes few mistakes. I mean, and Jimmy Jimmy does make more mistakes. I feel that than, than Alex Smith, right? I, mm-hmm. I do think that Jimmy G is is more mistake prone than that. But but let's just use that as a comparison, right? You replace the guy that is the model consistency only if you have the next big thing. I don't know if San Francisco's got the next big thing. Right? I mean, we, we've had very little fucking uh, to look at. And one of them was a rainy, shitty game in Chicago. Yes. Right? I mean, we've got right. very little fucking film on this guy. So I, I, don't, I don't know if he is the next big thing. So it's a, it's a huge risk of moving on from Jimmy G. But um, I think you're right about the offensive line. And I think, in fact, talking about offensive line, Arch, you know, I know you tapped out in the third uh, quarter of this. Yes, I did. Uh, Think about the two bottom teams in the NFC West right now. And they're the ones playing with patchwork offensive lines. And that is the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, McCoy was wincing at one point in the game. I think think there was eight quarterback hits. I think he got sacked three times. Uh, was not comfortable out there at all. That offensive line did not look very good. Where San Francisco's did, it looked it looked fucking stout. It gave Jimmy G all the fucking time it needed. So it once again just goes to show, like I mean, 
you, you got to invest in that offensive line. You got to make sure that uh, your quarterback has enough time to you know make the right decisions. Uh, yeah, because that, that that's when Jimmy G gets into trouble, right? It's it's when he's he's fretting, when when he's feeling a little pressure, um, and it's 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 less of a you know it's less of a Kirk Cousins thing with Jimmy G. You know, it's not a whole game. <laughs> you know, Jimmy G doesn't collapse for a whole fucking game. I don't think I've ever seen that. But it's always like one or two boneheaded fucking plays that is like, oh, Jimmy. And he gives that smile and it's like, I'm a good looking guy. You can forgive <laughs> him, right? Well, I think what makes him stand out, like particularly the playoffs last year, was in the most critical moments. Like at, at the time, you need your quarterback to shine. He's kind of tripped and fallen, fumbled, thrown a pick or, or dumped something that you really don't need. Uh, a quarterback that is basically essentially just don't beat us, right? Don't don't make the mistakes, makes the mistakes. Those are the things that you can't have happen with Jimmy G. Wait for your offensive uh, offensive line to become set on fourth and one before you snap the ball? That kind of that's thing? Good, yeah. Something that's along a, those lines, yeah. Idea. Yeah, you yeah. got to wait, 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 wait for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's above average. And we used to joke, I, I think last year, maybe even this year, I don't remember, uh, that Jimmy G was pretty much locked in for one catastrophic play a game. Like, just absolute catas- catastrophic throw, catastrophic brain fart, something like that. Usually one, one a game. It, it I, seems like that's changed, though, a bit. It maybe, seems like maybe. it's one, one every three games now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's see. As the season, season tightens up and the pressure starts wait to the playoffs. Well, wait until the playoffs. It's one every three games. They, they may, they'll make it to the fucking uh, the NFC Championship again, and that, that's when it'll happen with the Super Bowl. Like, one of those things is going to happen with him. One every three games, Jimmy G, is, is, is the catastrophic mistake. Oh, yeah. I, I can see why San Francisco wanted to move away from him. Like he's good, but he's I, he's not the next level. And you, I think a lot of teams think they need, and they probably do. You need that next level quarterback to really be a, a, a top tier contender. So it brings us back to the original kind of question: Does San Francisco have a quarterback issue that they're going to have to deal with again next year? Do they? Do you take a, a guy like Garoppolo, who's manage the offense he's been efficient he's gonna get him to the playoffs win a division who knows how far they can go do you dump him for trey lance do you run him back out there next year like what do you do with him i mean it depends on what happens if they win the super bowl with jimmy g i mean it's gonna be a lot i mean it's gonna be hard be a lot hard yeah you move you move away from a guy like that but i think they kind of have to you know, I think they uh, it sucks, but I feel like they almost have to, even if he wins the Super Bowl, because a his stock price is going to go up, and 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 you know they they paid so many fucking draft picks for Trey Lance. I you know and they Christian were ready, McCaffrey. They were ready to move on from him this year, and they just couldn't find the right you know trade partner or whatever. So I, I listen. I I think even if he wins the Super Bowl, this is probably Jimmy G's last year in San Francisco. Um, unless they say the Trey Lance injury is going to, you know, go until like mid next year, maybe, maybe then you run it back. But uh, I, I also feel that Jimmy G wants to get paid once again. I think he, you know, he's young enough to get that one more big fucking uh, paycheck, right? I mean, he, he, he basically got paid for half half time, right? Like, you know, half, half the time because he was injured half half those <laughs> seasons um, with, with with San Francisco. But I think he's looking for a big paycheck, and I think some some team would would pay him, right? Uh, shit, I'll look at it this way. I think there's less of an issue with the quarterback situation in San Francisco than there's an issue with uh, uh, the, with the Cardinals at this point. I I don't I don't know if Kyler Murray is wor- worth the money that they just spent on him. You know, I I know again Kingsbury is going to get the axe for this thing. 
but wasn't it wasn't it like you know in his contract that he had to be spending time reading the playbook like wasn't that specifically in his contract because he wasn't reading the fucking playbook that was I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what guys i see this guy on the field it looks like a guy that hasn't read the fucking playbook <laughs> they didn't they didn't put it on his xbox so he could you know read it properly they listen i mean honestly if they were fucking smart they would hack into call of duty and find ways to like get plays into the fucking call of duty right like it's just somehow fucking subliminal messaging in there you know it's part of the conversation when you're interacting with other players <laughs> yeah hey hey go left all right he's gonna go straight he's gonna turn this way all right and then when, when you're there you shoot him <laughs> you know <laughs> oh man yeah, listen, Rory. If he played Madden, yeah, maybe maybe he maybe he would fucking learn a thing or two. Uh, you know, I probably learned a lot about uh, uh, defensive scheming by playing Madden. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh wait, they're blitzing. Oh fuck, I'm fucked. Um, I got Michael Vick though, so I can just run. Uh, yeah, when, when when you have Michael Vick on the Falcons and in the, you know those first you know few seasons of a uh, Vick and Madden, it, it, it didn't matter. Teams could do any fucking thing on defense, um, and, and and Vick would get past them. Uh, there, you know, there's uh definitely some concerns about quarterback in, in Arizona. And um, yeah, I mean, Hopkins seems to be pissed off at, at, at Murray at times too. Right. Um, and that that's a guy that he's kind of relied on. He's, he's been like that security blanket for Murray. I think, you know, if you take Hopkins out of it, Murray is a below average quarterback. He's brain dead. Yeah. Like I, you statistically, I, I would love to run the numbers. I don't know. You know, just trust my, just take my word on it. People, if you're listening it just, just uh, anything I said on the internet, a podcast is true. Just, just believe what I'm saying is um, without, without Hopkins, I guarantee his stats are markedly worse. You know, um, completion percentage, I'm sure is down. His yardage is probably down. His touchdowns probably down. I, I, across the board, my guess is that when D hop is not on the field, Murray suffers, right? So uh, can you say that this guy is a, is a great quarterback when he doesn't have wide receivers? I don't know. Let's ask Aaron Rodgers. I was going to make that comparison. <laughs> he does, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have that out, right? That, that, that's his safety blanket. It, I, it, where's, where's D hop. I don't know where, ah, oh, shit. I don't know where to go. He's a brain fart. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Listen, I, yeah. Uh, t- I tell you, Derek Carr liked having Devontae Adams in overtime. That's for fucking shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Patrick, I mean, granted, I'm not trying to throw Mahomes under the bus, but hey, listen, having a Travis Kelsey to throw at when your your backs to the end zone definitely helps. All these quarterbacks have that guy, right? They all have that one guy. If I'm in trouble, this is where I'm going. Uh, Murray just hasn't, and maybe even Aaron Rodgers this year, they just haven't figured out how to navigate their offense without that guy if they don't have their guy yeah, yeah I, agree, Murray, I agree murray had a chance last year too because d hop was injured for you know a significant portion of time you remember oh, yeah. how his statistics just fucking dropped off the face of the earth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we saw the wins and losses you know the, the results were there so yeah I get, I get kingsbury's out like we we know that he's, he's not sticking around but um i don't know does kingsbury get another opportunity I probably not as a head coach right away. He probably, he's probably going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere first, right? Or probably, does he go to college? Yeah. Go back to college? I don't know. Uh, possibly. I don't know. What's, what's, happening in, in NCAA, what's happening in football right now and then college football? Is there any big jobs that, you know, that, uh, that would be open, that would be you know, um, advantageous for him to go back? Um, right i mean unless unless you know fucking michigan wins and, and harbaugh gets a uh, you know big money to come back to the nfl right 
So he's finally doing what he was paid to do. I don't think he leaves now. <laughs> oh, man. And is there any job openings? Auburn. Auburn. Uh, yeah, I, I did see the Auburn thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's chatter about what's his name? Uh, the fucking schmuck from uh, the, the Raiders, right? Um, guy that lasted like a season. Is that asshole? The blonde haired asshole. Not Gruden. Uh, Kiflin, thank you, thank you, Rory. Oh, like, Rory knew exactly what I was talking oh, about. Yeah, the blonde-haired Kif- asshole, not yeah, Gruden. He knew who I was talking about. Which, if that happened, would open up the Mississippi job. Oh, so okay. then there'd be a snowball effect. So, um, I, you know, right now, as far as big jobs, there's rumors that Deion Sanders might be going to the Colorado Buffaloes. So, I don't know. Maybe Kingsbury wants to go to Jackson State. God, okay, maybe, 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 maybe he's uh, going to become the offensive coordinator for Denver and see if he can fucking uh, turn things around there with uh, Russell Wilson. All right, that's enough. Not enough of these fucking shenanigans. We, we've, we've milked the NFL for as much as we fucking can, and I got to throw shade at Kiflin. Uh, let's talk about the book club. Uh, for $35 a month, I don't know if I've ever said this before, you can get access to a private Discord channel with tons of content, tons of picks, tons of fun. If you go to thedgens.net, you can try it for three days. Listen, it is a three-day free trial. You got nothing to fucking lose. If you love it, you stay. If you if you leave, then fucking whatever. I don't fucking care. But whatever you do, just go to thedgens.net. Try us out to book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGens. Proud to say that we're... Once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Uh, Real quick, if the playoffs were to start today, 
San Francisco will play New York. And assuming nothing insane happens there, it looks like they play Minnesota next. Oof. How about that? Wow. Jimmy G versus Kirk. How, that oh would be amazing. God. Prime time game. That is, um, you know. Kirk better hope it's one of those like Saturday uh, morning games, Saturday afternoon or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, it's like, oh, no one's watching. All right, I can I can I can play this one. That's oh boy, I sure. All right, NBA, NBA. Uh, Panther, how'd you do in the NBA yesterday? I did not like um, yesterday. NBA seemed uh, <sighs> shitty yesterday. I went one and two, but this is the disservice of playing or betting early. I took Golden State with all those points. Thought maybe they'd be able to. They didn't fucking play anybody. Yeah. It was like Golden. It was like San Francisco Junior College. Nobody played. So, uh, yeah, I think they end up losing by like forty points. That one. That was a bloodbath. But uh, uh, yeah, I went one and two yesterday. Two and zero in hockey, though. I like that. All right, you betting them all today? You betting them all in the NBA? Fuck no, God no. I'm betting Come one. Come on, yeah, you got to bet them all. I hope it's not Sacramento, Memphis. It is Sacramento, oh, Memphis. Come on, we got to pad some fucking content. Then we'll talk about the other games as well, even though we're not betting them. Uh, I am, I'm on the Sacramento Memphis game. Kings have won six games in a row, uh, hitting the road though, where they're just three and three. Lucky for them, they got a banged up Grizzlies team missing their young stars. John Morant is out. Uh, Sacramento's really kind of found a great rotation, and Sabonis just—he seems to be the glue that this team's been missing from the last few seasons. You know, when they had like five guards. I don't, I don't know how they figured that that was going to work. Five guards, and it didn't work. Uh, offensively, uh, they're doing what few teams in this league are capable of doing right now. I, lo- I love what the, the Kings are doing on the floor. Um, now, a bit of a concern, their effective field goal percentage on the road is trending down. So that's like one of those early warning signs when maybe you want to bail on a c- team before you know betting on them. But I'm not a smart man. Uh, $10 money line bet on the Kings. Yeah, I, listen, I'm with you. I love what Sacramento's doing, but essentially what they're doing is, hey, let's run up and down the floor and see if we can outscore our defense because they're putting up points. They're putting up numbers. They, what I'm seeing, though, is on the road. The, good- the games that they're winning on the road are against bad teams. They're winning against bad teams. They're not doing so good against good teams. Memphis is a very good team, even without John Morant. They have the depth at their point guard. Desmond Bain will step up. Tyus Jones will step up. I think Memphis actually gets the best of the Kings. I'm putting 10 bucks on the grizzle here. Mm. Mm. I'm not on this game. Uh, I'm just going to sit back and watch it. I honestly don't know. I guess I was leaning towards uh, the Kings, but I'm not betting this game. All right, well, uh, that's the game me and Panther are betting. What are you betting in the NBA, Art? I am looking at two juggernauts here. The Brooklyn Nets are playing the Philadelphia 76ers. And, ah, damn it, seven and a half now instead of eight. I am not in love with this game, but if I had to bet a game, which I feel like I need to bet one, I'm going to bet this one. I like Philadelphia at home catching the seven and a half points. Statistically, these two teams are garbage. Let's just hope it stays close. Let's just hope it stays close. Don't care if Philadelphia wins or loses as long as they keep it within seven and a half. Ten bucks on Philadelphia. I, I just don't even know who Philadelphia is trotting out there. Mm. I mean, they had they had they had a, a lack of depth beforehand, and yeah. now you know, uh, and, and beads banged up, and it's just. I mean, this team is just, you know, I, can can they can they hang with you know having like their B squad? I'm I'm not sure. Like this is this is a this is going to be a rough game for Philly. Uh, but listen, if I've learned anything, the Brooklyn Nets are capable of fucking losing. 
You know, I'm as simple as that. (laughs) You know, this team can find a way to fuck themselves over. I do have Brooklyn winning. I do have Brooklyn covering. So I will lean the nets. But who the fuck knows? I I can't bet this one. I just can't bet games when you don't know who's playing or what what to expect. Philadelphia is pretty much missing all their stars, uh, particularly Embiid. With no Embiid, I typically really wouldn't even give them a chance. So uh, I'll lean on Brooklyn, but I'm not giving up seven and a half points with that team. That's (laughs) that's just ridiculous. Yeah, the Nets uh, point differential here is looking Viking-esque, so... Oh God! Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, listen. I mean, you know, like uh, fucking Kyrie was sitting out for another chunk of those fucking games, right? Is uh, you know hanging out with uh, Kanye West or some shit, right? And then now he's back, so you know they they sh- they should win because he's Kyrie's a, a generational talent. It's amazing. Uh, other two games. Let's look at Detroit and Denver. Uh, uh, Jokic is uh, still in COVID protocols. It seems he's out. Yep, yeah, he's out. So he, he's out. So I think that explains uh, why this line isn't like twelve because Detroit fucking sucks. I mean, I, I still, I listen. I still think Denver can fucking yeah you know, win this one. They they've got a bunch of missing people too. I think Aaron Gordon's also out. Uh, so is is this the one where uh, um you know uh, I guess Murray just drops uh, sixty tonight? Is that it? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to lean Denver in that one. Yeah, I'm leaning Denver. I think Denver definitely wins here, even with Jokic out. Uh, they've got the better talent. Detroit's going to be missing two of their players. I believe Ivy's out and Sadiq Bay is also out. Those are two of their um, better players. So uh, Detroit's banged up, and this is a team that has no depth what, whatsoever. If Murray goes for 60, Kate Cunningham's going to have to go for 80. Not going to happen. So a uh, lean on the Nuggets. Why is the line getting smaller? Six and a half down to five and a half? Any, any thoughts on that? Uh, they could pull a golden state and take murray like if murray doesn't play michael porter jr doesn't play like (laughs) they could just pull a golden state and bench them all there you go i'll lean the nuggets here not not betting yeah uh let's see uh yeah guess what murray's uh day-to-day now panther oh so yeah yeah maybe he'll he'll rest as well kate cunningham's out oh jesus who's detroit putting out there this is gonna be a fucking uh, this is gonna be a shit show this is terrible it's a G League game. This is fucking awful. Uh, Phoenix, uh, L.A., right? So, uh, listen, I th- the Lakers have been playing a little bit better uh, mm-hmm. as of late. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they seem to be winning some games uh, as of late. Um, uh, the, the last three games, in fact, they have won. Huh. That's interesting. Guys. Who they beat? I'm where, curious. Where, but, 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 no, 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 but here's my question. is: Where's LeBron James been, guys? Has he been playing these games? coaching probably oh yeah he's, he's he's not there and they've won three games interesting interesting it's, it's amazing how that happens they uh, they beat brooklyn they beat detroit and they beat san antonio so yeah Ooh. they're not yeah yeah murderers yeah, row fucking, murders row right there uh but uh listen anthony davis playing much better basketball for, for some reason without lebron out there and um we'll see before he breaks down um suns once again without chris paul uh, i mean the suns are gonna win this one right i mean i just i don't love the seven seems seems i don't know I'm going to lean Phoenix here, but I don't like this game at all. I didn't like the seven. I do like Phoenix. They are a home where they're damn near unbeatable. Um, And Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne is kind of, I don't want to say they don't miss Chris Paul, but he stepped right in for Chris Paul and has done an excellent job. If if, uh, we want to make anything out of the Lakers wins going against subcar competition, 
this will be a great measuring stick for him. I'm leaning Phoenix. Maybe it was like six and a half. I might have jumped on it. Seven was a eh, little too much, so I'll just lean the Suns. Yeah, if I had to bet two, I'd be betting the Lakers plus a seven and a half, but I'm sitting this one out. Uh, uh, Panther, uh, do you remember Golden State Warriors uh, were a winless team on the road? I do remember that. Lakers also a winless team on the road. They're 0-5 uh, on the year on the road. Uh, Phoenix 8-1. This, is, this isn't Houston, man. This isn't Houston. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Over the ice, we've got two games today. Uh, one that I'm going to bet is uh, the New York Rangers, Los Angeles Kings. You know, I've, I've bet quite a few Kings games lately. Kind of bit me in the ass for the most part. Uh, those were road games, though. Now they're returning home where they are a much better team. I just don't like the matchup today. Uh, New York's been a bit underwhelming to start the season, but there's been some bad luck offensively for them. Defensively, they are backed by one of, if not the best goalie in the game. And the same cannot be said for L.A. If this is a close one, I'm going to trust Shesterkin much more than I trust Quick. So a $10 bet on the Rangers. I, I mean, I spent so much time on this game. There's not a lot to bet on today. And this, there was only, what, two hockey games. I couldn't get to a side. I think this is really even. The Rangers' defense is really good, but their offense has kind of backed off a little bit here while they're on the road. L.A. is better at home. And obviously, you can see it's a coin flip line coming out of Vegas. I'm leaning the Kings just because they're at home, but I really couldn't get to a side here. Ooh, it's going to be an exciting game, that's for sure. Yeah, I think so. And uh, so about the Ra- uh, the Rangers' offense, just so you know, uh, based off of expected goals, they should be producing much more offense. Uh, so some bad luck on their side. So I'm, I'm I'm hoping that that pendulum swings and they can get a couple of goals here today against a uh, a, a subpar goalie. Like I, I Quick is just he's he's you know he's beatable. So I'm hoping that the Rangers can kind of uh, get out to a lead and then Chester can kind of kind of do the rest. In your uh, in your, your in your travels, yeah. I'm just going to ask you real quick. In your travels. Do the numbers usually normalize that like that in hockey? Um, you know, for the most part, yeah. So if if you're if you're looking at a team that uh, early in the season has you know a very low PDO, mm-hmm. um, and the expectations going into the season is that they're supposed to be a contending team, it balances out. Now, teams with low PDO that were sp- supposed to be bad tend not to balance out like they st- they they actually stay uh the, the low so it's it, it it's not just a bad luck it's just you know bad it's just bad <laughs> so uh but yeah i mean st louis uh what was i saying st louis um a few weeks ago had the worst pdo in the league right so i'm gonna go over to my favorite site right now uh, and uh, check what they are uh, at right now but yeah uh we already saw st louis uh kind of uh you know balancing out uh from you know the uh um uh fr- from the pdo within not even a week right i mean it was it was a uh, you know so st louis was the worst in pdo they are now 15th they're slightly above hmm. 100 100.3 that's perfect that's like almost like a perfect pdo like the 100 is the is the normal mark right so they they were last in the league, they they balanced out. What did they start doing? Start winning games. So the good the good teams, if the, if the luck factor shifts for them, you know, um, that that's when you're going to start seeing them win games. And I think the Rangers are one of those teams that right now have a you know have uh, they're ninety eight point seven. They're twenty sixth in PDO right now. They were expected to be a contender this year. I think offensively that's going to balance out soon. Okay, but a team like the Blackhawks ninety eight point seven. 
That's what you're getting from the Blackhawks. It might get, it might get even fun. Hey, Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a couple of teams, I mean, we got we got a minute or so just to kind of talk about this. A couple of teams, uh, the Flames and the Wild have uh, bottom three PDOs right now. So you'd almost expect for them to start balancing out and normalizing uh, offensively, especially. You remember that Flames team was, was, was pretty fucking offensively uh, uh, talented last year. So you'd probably expect them to start winning some games eventually uh whereas the coyotes they're worse than the league in pdo and and they're probably going to stay there because uh, i listen I, t- I took the i took the flyer on them yesterday and went into a shootout mm-hmm. you know it was a good fucking game arizona hung in there it was, still, it was a value play they hung in there arizona's only scoring goals if it's fucking uh, power play goals <laughs> so uh luck or no luck they're just not scoring so uh we do have one more game on the board panther you betting this one I am betting this one. You were talking about teams that don't score or maybe even have some bad luck. I think you're talking about the Buffalo Sabres. They're in the midst of a very bad losing streak and a little bit of a scoring drought. They really just cannot put the puck in the net and get enough goals to be better than their average defense. I don't love Montreal, but they are at home, and Buffalo consistently can't score. So it's really more of an indictment on Buffalo and, and uh, translates to a bet on the Canadiens. So I'm putting 10 bucks on Montreal. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I mean, my metrics say uh, to lean Buffalo. So, you know, I'm, I'm, again, I, I, I do think that uh, there, there's a trend. They're, they're, they're dropping down. So, you know, if, if we play this game, you know, two weeks from now, I'd, I'd probably be on Montreal. Uh, but uh, – yeah, listen, Montreal's a good team at home. They're aggressive. I saw that against the Devils. They came out fucking swinging and never stopped. Uh, the Devils' goaltending was was legit in that game against Montreal. Uh, it's funny, too, is I came up on my Facebook timeline 11 years ago today. I saw the Bruins and, and, and Canadians play over in uh, Montreal. Uh, so uh, maybe uh, some, some, some karma here that uh, Montreal lost that one. Maybe they win this one. So uh, moral support, but, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm still leaning to Buffalo. All right. That's all there is. That's it. That's it. The yeah. cupboard's bare. Any uh, any comments to speak of? Yeah, listen, uh, Rory's saying, what's up, fellas? We don't run out of weed or beer. Um, he didn't watch the fucking game last night. He said, quote, I didn't even watch that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Thursday night football last night. Rory uh, playing the role of uh, Nardog, which was not lost on Nardog. He said, I see Rory is usurping my job while I'm at meetings. And I called it. What did I say? Why is Nardog not here? It's Tuesday. He's in a meeting. He's not here. Um, King Kyle talking about Sacramento. Fox has been awesome to watch. I mean, just him and Sabonis out there have been fucking good. Uh, talking about that Phillies, uh, the, the Philly game, uh, no Maxi, no Embiid, no Harden. They're going to get motherfucked. Uh, you're going to see the best version of Ben Simmons, he says. He's, he's got nobody literally on the court that he fucked over. Uh, well, yeah, Funny. I mean, on the on the sideline, uh, Doc Rivers is there, but, you know, he doesn't, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't fucking matter anyway. Uh, <laughs> Ramon saying probably lean the under on the total for the Nuggets game. Yeah, probably. Probably fucking right. And, um yeah, Rory's saying uh, somebody has to keep them straight. Yeah, listen, I, uh, the fucking blonde-haired uh, son of a bitch, you, you know who I was talking about, so there you go. That is it! All right, we talked about the Monday night football game last night, which, um, if you made it all the way through, good for you. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Uh, and, of course, we talked about the NBA and NHL, and we talked a little about about Jimmy G. Is he the man? Uh, he's, the, he's the Rorschach test out there. Max, that's it. That is it. Let us know anything that our big show because anyone speaks over on Twitter. Yes, we're still there. We haven't been, you know, banned or we don't have a little blue check mark or anything. But you can find us there at Betting Absolute. No matter where you live, please hide, rain, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, 
take us home. I guess I'm gonna give you the New York Rangers. I know you didn't love that one, but that's that's what I'm throwing in there for you. Well, well, as long as you two don't take any more Arizona teams, we stand a much better chance. Alright, what do you got? I got one bet, so let's jump on the 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers. I got two bets. Um, you know what? I think that basketball game's a coin flip, so I will take Montreal. We'll take the Canadiens, the Rangers, and the 76ers. That hurts. That hurts my soul. Uh, that'll be your DJ and parlay. We're hanging on Facebook. We're on the aforementioned Twitter. But listen, guys, you want to listen to us. You want to talk to us. It's the book club. It's where we're hanging out, shooting the shit. You call us out by name, we'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.